Business leaders today need to go beyond meetings and management. There are action steps that nearly every leader needs to know to align with their core values and get the important priorities done. Welcome to the Grow Forward Today podcast with Paul D. Casey. Whether you're just starting out as a leader in your organization or have been a seasoned professional who wants to explore new ideas and practices, this will be an enlightening and highly applicable program. And now, your host, Paul Casey. Feeling stressed out these days with too much on the to-do list and not enough time to get her done again? Is that a repeat of yesterday and the day before? Today on episode 48 of the Grow Forward Today podcast, you'll meet my guest, Ryan Dunphy. Ryan made some stark observations in the health and fitness world and shifted his career to doing something about the pain points in people's stressed out lives. His time and energy management tips are keys to success in your personal leadership development. Ready to grow forward? Welcome, friends. I've been rereading the classic productivity book from the past three decades, Getting Things Done by David Allen. David gets granular with anyone who needs a system for getting on top of their paperwork, email, and tasks. And I got some good reminders from him, realizing I had implemented some of his specific tips into my time management seminar many years ago. Everything from a work in progress folder to processing your inbox. You know, you and I keep operating in our own personal organization system, good or bad, yet another day, and it may or may not be working efficiently for us, but we rarely take the time to reevaluate its effectiveness or to try something new. Imagine maximizing your energy and getting more of your priorities done than ever before. Yes, it is within reach. My guest today is Ryan Dunphy. Here's a little bit about Ryan, bringing the right energy to the right activities. This is how our guest today, Ryan Dunphy, defines time management. After many years working with stressed out, sick and tired people, sick and tired people, <laughs> Ryan has come up with a better approach for life and business. Ryan lives in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania with his wife and son. And when he's not supporting established entrepreneurs and reducing their stress, he can be found nature trail hiking or in his kayak on a lake. Ryan earned his degrees in health promotion and fitness management, as well as wellness and lifestyle management from Rowan University in New Jersey. And after years in the medically-based wellness world, Ryan started his own practice in 2013 and got into guest speaking in 2015. His background was stories and comedy because we all learn and retain the information best when we have stories for the lessons throughout our learning. Ryan's take on time management. Time is only a finite resource. Everything else is a variable. All you have to do is bring the right energy to the right activities. Ryan is now a talent scout for the Rising Tide Connection, a private society of established entrepreneurs, of which uh, he is a happy mentor and amplifying those with a mission or message to make the world a happier, healthier, and more productive place. He's super connected and knows people all over the map. And Ryan was my concierge, if you will, that led me to the Rising Tide Connection group that I've enjoyed for the past eight months. Welcome, Brian. Love that. Thank you, Paul. It was a super fun introduction. I love that. I love that. And uh, 
hey, I want to celebrate the that you put Get Her Done in the introduction. <laughs> and uh, we're going to give everybody a quick throwback because everybody loves throwbacks. Back to the AOL Instant Messenger days. What? My screen name at one point was Get Her Dunphy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Totally love it. <laughs> yes. Back in the blockbuster days, it was a different world, a different world. <laughs> that is so funny. I was, I was just at a seminar at the National Speaker Association last week and blockbuster Netflix came up yet again <laughs> yeah. Yeah. as not adjusting to change. Right. It's uh, that is the ultimate example of having that mindset of evolution. Uh, you know, it, it feels like yesterday and obviously this was years ago, but I can still remember that was like, it was the most fun part-time job between high school and college, you know, when you're home for a long winter break or home for the summer. And I can still remember when our manager called us all in for a meeting to say, there's this new company called Netflix that is <laughs> mailing, mailing home an envelope with a movie, you know, isn't that so weird? And like, that we just talked about it and she put it on the board of N-E-T-F-L-I-C-K-S. It was so new that she didn't even know how to spell it correctly. Netflix. Um, awesome. So, yeah, we always have to be involving, evolving all the time. Embrace that every day. Yep. And I still have two clients, Ryan, that have AOL.com addresses, email addresses. Isn't that funny? That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Haven't quite changed yet. I'll get around to it. <laughs> that is amazing. That is amazing. Well, Ryan, I met you through your talent scout role for Rising Tide. How did that role emerge? Why did you agree to do it? And what value is that bringing to you and the world? Sure. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's been an amazing journey. I want to give a, a shout out to Greg Kettner for connecting the two of us. Yes. Uh, Greg was a He's guest been on the on, podcast. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Greg is an amazing guy. Hi, Greg, if you're listening to this. I'm also <laughs> waving to you, even though you can't see me. Um, and another shout out to Jake Ballantyne. Uh, so oh, yeah. Jake is the founder of the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches Network. I met him way back in 2017 when I knew all about, you know, drawing your blood and telling you about your cholesterol and <laughs> working on lifestyle management, but knew nothing about putting myself out there to the world in any semblance of a reasonable way that made sense. Um, you know, we learned nothing about marketing and sales in school. You know, we were great, great technicians, but you got to be able to put yourself out there in a way that makes sense and get in front of the right people. Um, you know, so I wanted to learn from somebody that had done that, you know, Jake's been hired to speak over 500 times and I say, all right, cool. This is the guy I want to learn from, you know, ended up working my way up through all his different programs and, you know, just really enjoyed spending time with him. And we had a lot in common. No, we're not related, even though we look kind of similar. We get that question all the time. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure way back somewhere in Ireland or Hungary or Germany or something like that were related uh, way, way back. But uh, yeah, it's been a, a wonderful evolution. And I have found that I have so much fun talking with different established entrepreneurs about what they're doing, where they're going. Um, I get to use my superpower of being a super connector. Have you met this person? Have you seen this? Did you listen to this? Have you read that? Let me connect you two over here. I could see, you know, Maybe it's a referral partnership or joint partner. Maybe you can do something. Maybe you guys can, you know, trade on podcasts. I just love doing that. Those different things that amplify these established entrepreneurs that at the end of the day, they're making a, the world a better place 
our, my son is six years old. Jake's son is five years old right now. Like we just get to make the world a better place for them. And you know, that, that's what lights me up. It's amazing. So, uh, I'm having so much fun talking to these established entrepreneurs and, you know, like I said, see who I can connect them with. What can I do to amplify what they're doing? And, you know, and if they're looking for their next level peer group, then cool. We can explore rising tide and, you know, see if they would be a good fit for the community, you know, see if the community would be complimentary to what they're doing right now. So yeah, it's been a wonderful journey. I'm sure the, the super connector part of you is it's a little bit part of your personality and part of your passion. It's probably all that yeah. rolled up you know, into yes. one and, um, but we can all be better probably at connecting, maybe not be a super connector, but we can all be better at connecting. Would you agree that that would be a skill that just about anyone who wants to grow in whatever business they're in, they need to grow in connection? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the two different things that are always written in my mind that, you know, you can have anything that you want, as long as you help enough of those other people get what they want. It was Zig Ziglar. Oh, yeah. Some smart guy said that. That's right. Yeah. Or um, Ryan Dunphy, one of those right, right. You know, influencers. Um, you know, that's always at the top of my mind. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that are out there immediately looking to take. And I'm trying to go against that trend of, you know, what can I do to help you? What can I do to make it easier for whatever you're trying to do to make the world a better place? Uh, and at the end of the day as well, you know, this is something that I learned from Jake years ago. And I think about on a daily basis, the fastest way you can convince somebody that you can help them is to drum roll, help them. <laughs> what does it take me five minutes to think about, well, who should Steve know? Who should Sarah know? And let my brain go on that little mini adventure and say, have you met Mara? Do you know Steve? Do you know this person? Um, you know, and then connect those people or, you know, here's their profile. If you'd like an introduction, I can ask if this is a good time for them. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's definitely opened some amazing doors for me and, you know, put out that good energy into the universe. And, uh, you know, I think we've all been on those surprise immediate sales calls right from LinkedIn or six paragraph copy uh -huh. and paste. I, I am so against that. Uh, you know, I want to get to know the person as a person first. Um, so if anybody listening wants to talk about Star Wars or Jeeps or hiking with me, I'll talk all day about that. Uh, <laughs> those are those are perfect icebreak. You want to send me a message? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is so true. We get those LinkedIn like just you know in your face. Uh, here, let me get you a whole slew of clients in like in one day flat. You know, or it just came from a networking uh, local networking opportunity here right before the podcast. And one guy's like, hey, Paul, haven't seen you. Have I told you about, I mean, it was this, he didn't even breathe between like, it's been good to see you since the last year. And he was ready to sell, you know, immediately. Right. And it just, I just was repelled and I wanted to get away. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But taking yeah, that maybe, moment. Maybe years ago, you know, stuff like that worked before people had options. Um, you know, one of the books that I recommend to a lot of people, especially for those entrepreneurs that are, have that growth mindset that are listening to this, the two books, Essentialism and Effortless. Oh, yes. Uh, those are those are really powerful books. Um, you know, so absolutely doing that age of choice right now. You know, never in human history have we had so many options. Well, again, we're on audio. I'm holding my phone up, you know, at our fingertips. You can have pretty much anything you could imagine on your doorstep in two days. 
And, you know, you can hop on an airplane and within, I think, 24 hours, you can be anywhere on the planet, Yeah, which is wild to think about. So we're in the age of choice. So connection and communication, I think, never been more important. Yeah, so good. Well, Ryan, you also do some public speaking. What are your favorite topics to talk about? Yeah. So at the end of the day, prioritization is the key to pretty much everything. Like you mentioned in the introduction, uh, that's cool. You did your homework, Paul. That's awesome. Uh, you know, well, the way I define time management is truly just bringing the right energy to those right activities. And, you know, I've seen a lot of people just try to go, 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 go and grind, 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 and hustle, 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 hustle. And then they are so exhausted by Wednesday <laughs> that the rest of the week is shot. Um, you know, so if you think about, so we'll talk about a pickup truck for a minute here. And if you want to make your pickup truck better, you could go, you could pop the hood, you could tune the engine, you could work on the intake, the exhaust, maybe, you know, change the tires, make sure you have the right PSI, see what you can do, get some, some weight out of the truck, make sure you're running the right kind of fuel. But before you do all that, how about you unhook the trailer that's full of all this junk that you're dragging around? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's tearing down your fuel mileage. That's that's wearing out the tires. That's really making the the truck work so much harder. What what would be different in your life and your business if you showed up every day rested? You moved your body. You ate some real food enough, not too much, not too little, and you came. You you hydrate yourself. You know, cheers. You know, to everybody listening to the hydration. You wouldn't run your your battery down on your phone and you wouldn't run your vehicle without oil. You know, that is so vital to business success. And a lot of people see those as very different things, but, you know, think about showing up for a sales call. Are you showing up rested and fed? Are you showing up tired and hungry? You know, for anybody listening that has kids, you know, how does, how does a kid act and how does a kid think when they are tired or have not moved enough <laughs> or are hungry? They're just tall versions of that. Yeah. You know, we have these basic needs we need to meet. And then we think that's this big, giant, complex solution. But at the end of the day, are you sleeping enough? You have a good quality sleep. You're hydrated. You eat enough real food, moving your body. It's, it's these simple things. And then a lot of these big, complex problems go poof. And if they don't, they're much easier to handle when you're prepared to handle them. Mm, that's so true. And it, it does seem like, oh, yes, we've heard that a million times before. But when you share it with high, um, high achievers that you probably get a chance right. to speak to, they probably don't have a great self-care program that includes those basic elements of sleep, hydration, real food and movement. Right. Right. And it doesn't have to be a super complex thing. You no. know, for the most part, most of us know what we should and shouldn't be doing, eating and drinking. It's just implementing that and, you know, follow some basic principles of, you know, shop on the perimeter of the grocery store because pretty much everything in the aisles is trying to kill you. <laughs> um, you know, for some people, you know, they are either on the wagon or way off of the wagon and there's no happy middle ground. But, you know, what would what would change in your life if you just stopped eating at 7 p.m. each night? You know, now you have this healthy time boundary where you're cutting out. Maybe it's the alcohol, maybe it's the sugar, the ice cream, you know, those late night mindless yeah. munching snacks. And then you're giving your body a few hours to digest before you get horizontal in bed 
And then, oh, nah, now I got heartburn. Now I can't sleep right. Oh, now I need all these pills. Now I need the red wine. Now I need the sleeping pills. You know, and then we wake up in this fog the next day versus, you know, what if you made one decision that prevented a thousand? Wow. Yeah, it's so powerful. Such great reminders, Ryan. And then another one of your messages, if I'm not mistaken, is get more done in less time. So a benefit of that, you say, is one extra hour each day. Yes. What would would you please bless us with some of those principles to get that one hour? Totally. Well, I'm going to bless you with a full hour course. Uh, I put together a course on this and put it out on YouTube for the world. I'm not even going to trade you your email address for it. You know, I, I included the link. I'll make sure that you have it for the show notes here. Great. Um, but I put a nice condensed, you can complete the course in less than an hour. Um, but I have, I've come up with over the years, an epic time management system because who doesn't want that? So epic breaks out to evaluation, prioritization, intentionality, and consistency. And really the meat and potatoes of that, that's the prioritization and intentionality. You know, people are running around, you know, burning themselves out, trying to get everything done and they're not doing the right things. They're doing all the things instead of a few of those right things. They're going to have huge effects. Um, You know, I also want to celebrate for anybody that's in in sales that's listening to this 80-20 sales and marketing has been really helpful as well. And that talks a lot about like the Pareto principles or 80-20 and I listened to another podcast episode recently that talked about, so every 80-20 has an 80-20 within that. And right. there's another one within that and another one within that. It's it's fractals. You it's can like 80-20 trees. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. it's, it's like trees and snowflakes. It's amazing. Um, you know, scary insight sometimes, but but very helpful. But you know, so yeah, I can I'll include a copy of the course for everybody. You can go through it. There's some printables on there as well. But it starts with evaluation. You know, am I taking care of myself? What am I doing with my time? Uh, am I prioritizing? Priority for its first more than 500 years of use was a singular word. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't until the 1900s that priorities started showing up. Yeah. So somebody with a time stone or a DeLorean or something screwed everything up in the 1900s and tried to bend time and have more than one first. We're Americans. We can do it more. (laughs) Yeah, I can do it while I'm juggling a chainsaw. Right. Um, And then just being intentional, you know, taking care of yourself, being, being aware of your healthy boundaries for yourself. One thing that I have just about everybody do, and it's in this course as well, when you break out the math, and again, time is the only finite resource, 1% of 24 hours comes out to between 14 and 15 minutes, but you're worth it. So round up to 15 minutes and do something for yourself for 15 minutes each day. That is 1% of the day. And the other 99% of the day, your kids, your clients, your coworkers, the people on the highway with you, everybody is going to end up getting the best version of you. If you just take 15 minutes, you probably saw my Facebook post the other day. I started, I started a lot of my days in nature. Um, that's something that I'm very intentional about and it doesn't happen on accident. I need to plan that into my week, but I know every single time I start my day with, doesn't have to be a, a five hour, three day hike, 10 or 15 minutes can scratch that itch. It gets me moving. It gets me some fresh air. Get the blood flowing to my brain, 
And the rest of the day is great because of a quick 10 minute walk. You can be at a park. You don't need any kind of crazy gear. You can do this with your sneakers. Um, you know, just go for a walk outside. Um, so that 1% for number one is really vital for a lot of people. So if you're looking to take control of your time, take control of your success, start with 1%. Um, if, you, if you're really strapped with how you're, you're structured right now, do five minutes in the morning, five minutes at lunch, and five minutes in the evening. And for some people, that's better for them because they get three check-ins each sure. day. Um, sure. So I would say starting with that is going to give you that, that opportunity to evaluate what direction am I heading in? How am I spending my efforts and my energies and my focus? Am I, am I doing the right thing? I'm working really hard, but am I moving in the right direction? <laughs> right. Uh, we need to look at life both through a microscope and sometimes hop in a hot air balloon and look at the whole landscape. Yes, the dance floor and the balcony. <laughs> oh, well, that's a good way to say it. I like that. I like that. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, well, that's a great tip of the just 1% of your day is 15 minutes. I've never done the math on that. So that is, uh, that's sort of a stark thing like, well, yeah, can't we all give ourselves 1% of our day to do something for just us? And like you said, you can even break it into three, five minute, which Maybe people need breathing and meditation in between clients or, sure. you know, those those uh, check in with yourself times during the day. But one percent isn't a lot of time. We, right. we can make start it happen. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start there. So next time you see for anybody listening, next time you see a shiny quarter, that is a quarter of an hour. So there's your 15 minute reminder. And, uh, you know, you have to do that. And vocabulary is very, very important. A lot of people run things through different filters and what they've done. So a lot of people may hear this and say, wow, that's selfish, you know, 15 minutes for me. We'll flip that on its head and say, this is 15 minutes where you are priming yourself for everybody else. It's actually selfish not to take care of yourself. It is. Because then you're cheating everybody out of the best version of you. And, you know, we'll use health as an easy example. You don't take care of yourself. And you're going to be completely reliant upon everybody else. Then you're going to be the burden. Maybe not today or tomorrow, but maybe in two years or 15 years. So do the do a little bit of work now, make yourself the priority. Even if it's just for 1% of the day, everybody's going to get a better version of you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I had a client once who said, self-care seems selfish, Paul. And I'm like, no, I wanted to jump over the coffee table you right. know, at her and just go, no, but I, I understand you're a service-oriented person and this will help you with that. Like you said, prime yourself to be so that you can be primed for others, right? You're going to be a better right. uh, servant leader. You're going to be, you're going to be able to pour yourself out because you've got a full tank, uh, right. you know, out of that reservoir, then you're going to be able to spill over into others. Sure. Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants athletes. to be a burden. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, think about a big picture and, you know, even college athletes, they are not allowed to, to work out seven days a week. You need a rest day. Mm. I didn't you know need that a rest day. So yeah. if you're if you're a business owner, you are the business and you need to treat yourself like an athlete. That doesn't mean the the extent or the severity, <laughs> the volume of what they're doing, but right, right. you know, would an athlete <laughs> eat or drink this? Would an athlete do this? Would an athlete do that? Because you are the business. Yes. And that's a really great thing to think about once you set a goal, is to think what kind of person would set that goal. That puts you in sort of a category like a healthy person. And then yeah. when you get that decision that's you're faced with, uh, that Krispy Kreme donut, 
And we're just, yeah. but a healthy you person a filter. eat that. Yeah. Well, no. Right. <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm, I'm in the boat of, hey, everything in moderation. You yes. want to have a Krispy Kreme donut when it's somebody's birthday at the office? That's sure. fine. You want, you get invited out to pizza with friends. That's fine. But it's really the first and last bite that really counts. Go have one donut. Don't go have six. Right. Go have a couple slices of pizza. Don't have four. Um, you know, not everything is better with ranch dressing on it. <laughs> you know, just, just a little touch. Um, you know, so it's okay to have a dynamic average, but as long as that dynamic average is healthy, then, then you're fine. You know, the, the people, the hundreds of people, thousands of people I've worked with over the years, I see the people that deprive themselves all the time are the ones that fall off the wagon so hard mm. or end up with disordered eating. Um, and it really affects their mindset. They get fixated on these different things. So I'm in the camp of have the donut every once in a while, you know, go out for chicken wings and beers with your coworkers once a month, not four or five times a week. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And boy, that, that's a, it seems a lot more free freeing to have that mentality than the diet mentality, quote unquote, at 95 or 98% of people gain it back because of the uh, forcing yourself not to have anything. The depriving. It's, it's a like broken system. Look yeah. around. Are we better or worse than we were 10 years ago? Yeah, not better. Five years ago. No, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a broken system. Yes, yes. Uh, we're, we're working on that. We got some people that we're, we're working on starting new movements here. You know yes. a couple. Yeah. So good, so good. Well, let's put a bookmark in right there and take a quick break. You are listening to the Grow Forward Today podcast on the Voice America Business Channel. You can contact me on LinkedIn at Paul D. Casey or Growing Forward Services. And my guest, Ryan Dunphy on his LinkedIn, R. Dunphy, R-D-U-N-P-H-Y. We will be back after the break. We're going to be talking about a little bit of the ideal week. That's an interesting concept to think about for yourself. And why... Ryan changed his career from seeing all these stressed out people and saying, you know what? I want to do something about that. So we'll, we'll get his advice on that as well. Stick around. If you're a manager or supervisor trying to keep your team and yourself engaged, motivated, and accomplishing goals, then you want to check out Bullseye, Paul Casey's membership community for team leaders, coming alongside you to achieve confidence and success in leading your team. Within Bullseye, there are plug-and-play forms and tools, inspirational audios to pump you up, team player videos to play in staff meetings, icebreakers for your one-to-ones, and of course, interaction with Paul and other industry teams team leaders to chat about how to solve the problems you are wrestling with. Paul will bring on live experts once a month to answer your questions on their expertise, and he will ping you twice a week via text to encourage you in your pursuit of your goals. Finally, there is a resource for anyone who supervises others and wants to develop their potential. Check out Bullseye to find out more and subscribe today for the best rates they'll ever be at growingforwardservices.net. That's growingforwardservices.net. listening to the Grow Forward Today podcast. If you'd like to know more about Paul Casey or our program, please visit his website at growingforwardservices.net. Now, back to Grow Forward Today. 
Welcome back. We are on the Voice America Business Channel. This is Grow Forward Today podcast, and I'm with Ryan Dunphy. And we have been talking a lot about wellness so far, uh, which is both a benefit to your time management. It's a benefit to all those people you serve because you're going to show up as your best self when your tank is full. So let's go back to time management for a moment here, Ryan. You have an ideal week system for refining your focus. How do you set someone up to craft their ideal week? Love that question. Yeah. So this is something that's been a game changer for my life and my business. And now I got to share it with a lot of people as well. So there's a lot of people that talk about a perfect day sequence, a model month, different things like that. But I feel like there's so many variables in the short term. And then too too many people get overwhelmed with looking at a whole month. But what if you were to build a mostly repeatable success sequence in the course of a week? Because a week always starts on the same day. There's always the same number of, of days in the week, no matter, well, through the holiday or something, you, you give yourself some of that grace and define 80% as perfect. Yeah. Plan yep. for 20% randomness and you won't be surprised. <laughs> um, you know, so this is something that, Actually, when I was recovering from COVID, so when I didn't have a ton of energy, I needed to prioritize my time and my week and, you know, how am I laying out my energy into what I'm doing? So I just started to get very curious with my efforts, with my returns, with the things I'm focusing on. And I said, where can I put the effort that's going to give me the best return? So... In this, I'll, I'll use Calendly as an easy example. So I connect with a lot of established entrepreneurs. And I use Calendly as a great tool because you can set up your availability on there once. You can modify it if needed. And then any and all events pull from one calendar, um, you know, which has been wonderful and a game changer. And you can put healthy boundaries under time. So I said, where in my life can I reduce some of this randomness? Coming from a guy that's big on adventure, but randomness <laughs> ends up costing you your sanity and your time and your money. It does. So where can I reduce the randomness? So my hypothesis was, where am I getting my last minute cancellations, reschedules, no shows, bad appointments, burned out people? I said, well, my hypothesis is people are manic on Mondays, and burned out by Fridays. So <laughs> I went back into the you know, export this report looked at everything and there it was my cancellations, my no shows, my reschedules, all these, most of them were on Mondays and Fridays. Wow. So I said, all right, I'm going to cut my availability Mondays and Fridays and double down on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. When for the most part, it seems that people are the most productive Monday. They're, they're drudging on Mondays or they're, you know, nursing a hangover or they're tired from the weekend or generally overwhelmed. And then yeah. by Fridays, there's a lot of people that are checked out or burned out or both. Um, you know, so if I can have more availability Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I can also bring my best. And then what I did was I have management Mondays where I start with managing myself. You know, so I go out, whether it's, it's into nature or out in the kayak or getting a couple errands done or Tell you what, the dentist is always available at 10 o'clock in the morning on Mondays, and I don't <laughs> have to wait in line. Um, you know, so managing myself and my projects on Mondays really primes me for the week. 
And then Fridays is dedicated to follow-up where, you know, all the entrepreneurs and anybody that's in sales knows this, the, the fortune is in the follow-up. It's not the, the person yes. that's ready right now, perpetually forever around the corner. That's a great way to burn yourself out, but, you know, staying close with the right people, you know, serving those right people, it's going to end up being a great return on your time. So as soon as I started doing this, and I'll tell you, it was super stressful at first. Like, oh my goodness, you know, should I really cut two of the five days out of my availability? And I said, all right, well, I got to have a fail safe. So, you know, if I get five complaints that people can't find enough time on here, then I'll open up maybe the second half of Mondays or the first half sure. of Fridays. And a year went by Whoa. with zero complaints. <laughs> I was getting so much more done in less time because I put those healthy boundaries up for myself. I did get a couple questions where they said, you know, I didn't see anything on Fridays. You know, normally I would, I would do something like this on a Friday and like, okay, you know, I can do a one-off meeting and that's perfectly fine because I've built in that flexibility, but everybody I've talked to has said, well, I need a version of this. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, so sit down with a, even just a sheet of paper and say, what would a good flow of the week look like for me? What are some things that I can do on a regular basis? It's going to make everything easier. So like for me, I have management Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are my heavier days. Wednesday, I'm available until about nine o'clock at night, Eastern time. So I work with a lot of amazing people that are over on the other coast. Yep. So I have to be a time traveler. But when we put that stake in the ground, now my son and my wife and everybody else know, all right, Wednesdays, we can't do Cub Scouts. We can't do soccer. We can't do this, that, and the next thing. Yep. That's just my late night. And when I take out the randomness of that person in California that wants to meet at five o'clock their time, well, okay, great. I have Wednesdays available. So it can work. Um, you know, so putting those healthy boundaries in place ahead of time prevents a ton of different headaches for yourself. Um, so that's been really helpful for me. So designing an ideal week and again, vocabulary is important. This is an ideal week. This is not a perfect week. This is a mostly repeatable sequence. So what are some of those little things that you can do each week that makes everything easier when the weather is, is really nice? Every Thursday, one of our two Jeeps gets washed. And the other Thursday, <laughs> the other Jeep gets washed. In the wintertime, when it's all salty over here in Pennsylvania and New Jersey, sometimes they both get washed every Thursday. Uh, you know, so then I go into the weekend with a clean vehicle. I know that's something that's important for me. Uh, I, I like to maintain my stuff and take care of it. That's something I learned from my father. And, uh, you know, so what are some of those little things that you could do to have a better week for yourself. I really like that, the repeatable routines, the repeatable chores. And uh, it, you know, it's reminding me again of getting things done where anything that you're trying to capture in your brain and hold in there, it's slowing down your RAM, right? It's just like, yeah, know, like I gotta yeah. make that, I gotta make the doctor appointment, I gotta get the oil change, I gotta replace the staples sure. in the stapler and it's just too much in the RAM. But if you have some kind of repeatable routine, like the car wash on a certain day, it just sort of you fall into it, yeah, because you just did that last right. week and you're going to do it again next week, right? And it happens most weeks, you know. Again, eighty percent is great. Eighty percent, aim for excellent, not perfect. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and I'm I'm um, I'm thinking about that Monday Friday thing myself too. 
that once I get to my ideal week, I've, well, I've already started cheating Fridays, cheating at work, not cheating family, <laughs> uh, you know, starting with the end of the day and just bumping 15 minutes earlier. Like this is my hard stop. Now this is my hard yeah. stop. Now next month, this is my hard stop. And then I'm going to start working on, on the Monday morning and working back from that way. So uh, soon I'll be at the Ryan Dunphy ideal week schedule. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you have the opportunity to rip the bandaid off, you can do that. Or if you want to go chip by chip, that's perfectly fine as well. Yeah. Yep. You got the it's guy. You. <laughs> that's, you know, it's, it's, that's why I try not to use too much of like the formula word. It's, it's not too right. rigid. Like I want it to be, you know, make it work for you. So it's more of a choose your own adventure, fill in the blank yeah. with what works for you. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Well, Ryan, in your years of personal training, physical therapy, you found that mismanaged stress was the root cause of the vast majority of illnesses. And I've seen a lot of research on this as well. Tell us more about that discovery. Yeah, so over the years, like I like we mentioned, we, I worked with a lot of patients after physical therapy and cardiac rehab, and I started to get very frustrated with seeing, I'm using air quotes right now, the same people and the same illnesses and the same injuries over and over and over again. You know, there was some variables here and there. And so I just started to get very curious with my chance to say, at its root cause, what landed you here in my chair after knee replacement, after open heart surgery, after gastric bypass, because they needed to lose a hundred pounds or more, all these different things, um, you know, blew their back out shoveling snow because they were so deconditioned. And, you know, there's, there was, so there's a bell curve to everything. And on either end of the bell curve, sure, we have genetic predisposition and sure, we have true accidents, car accidents, whatever it is. Um, but the majority of that bell curve, the big chunk, that 80% in the middle, boils back to stress. And I'm going to speak in broad stereotypes here, but for a lot of people, the stress will come into our life. We start to lose sleep. We're sitting there at the end of the day and we're watching the clock and, you know, well, now I have seven hours. Now I have six hours. I got to be up in five hours. And then we wake up in the morning and the snooze alarm, boom, you know, six more minutes will be the answer, right? <laughs> we hit that once or twice more. And then it's, well, now I really need to get out the door, you know, so I'm not late to work. So then I, fl then people fly out the door, have not packed a breakfast or a lunch end up, you know, rushing, rushing, rushing on the highway. What are all these other people doing here on the highway? Well, guess what? You're one of those people, you know, <laughs> getting all stressed out. You get to work and here's the air quotes again. You're eating breakfast, you know, donuts or whatever is available there, all the, the junk or a drive through heart attack in a sack. And then we <laughs> have, you know, the glorified desserts. I mean, coffee, uh, you know, so then we're having, you know, six, 700, 800 calories worth of sugar water. Uh, and all these different things. Ouch. It was nice knowing you, Ryan. Let's uh, just cut this off right here. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Some people are feeling personally attacked here, but I'm not done yet. Okay, uh, keep going, keep going. Know, so then we get to the office, and we're all stressed out, and then lunchtime comes, and well, uh, now i got to rush out to grab something through the drive-through, or pre-cooked -pre food is, you know, rush back there, and then end up stealing 20 minutes of company time in the bathroom in the afternoon because of those choices. And then we get home, <laughs> And now our bodies are so starved for nutrients that they're throwing all these hunger signals. So we have high quantity. We're eating a lot, low quality, because we're eating whatever's fast, cheap, and easy. And then the last thing most people want to do is go to a fitness center or go out for a walk or take the dog out or go play at the park or ride their bike or whatever it is. 
Um, you know, I'm bigger on the word movement than I am exercise. A lot of people have bad energy on the word exercise. So just go move, do, do something that's fun for you. Um, you know, play with the dog in the yard, go to the park for a walk, do, do, do some of these different things. And then at the end of the day, you end up on the most dangerous piece of furniture in your house. Your couch kills more dreams than anything else. <laughs> you turn on the idiot box and, you know, coming from a former, and we're now in this age of choice, you know, it was so exciting to go get a movie and 90 minutes later, you turned it off and you shut the TV off and you went to bed. Now we have this endless buffet of streaming services. Yep. So those three dangerous words, one more episode. <laughs> Are you still and there? Then, <laughs> then, yeah, right. <laughs> yes, I'm here. Um, you know, then it's, oh, geez, I should have been about a half an hour ago. Well, now I'm all amped up thinking about the rest I'm not going to get. My stomach still hurts. So now I need the red wine. Now I need the sleeping pills. Now I need this, that, and the next thing. Rinse and repeat that for 20 years. And yeah, you're going to have a, a knee problem because of all the extra weight you're carrying around. You're going to clog up your arteries. You're going to have all kinds of different mental health issues because of not taking care of yourself and having healthy outlets. You're going to need surgery, change, you know, changing your organs for volume. You know, surgeries, you can die on the table. And it boils mm -hmm. back to take care of yourself. Talk about what's stressing you out. It is okay to raise your hand if you need help. Dentists go to dentists. It is okay if you're starting to feel that you have a cavity. Go take care of it. Yeah. Don't just be proud and grind and, you know, go, 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 go. Because too many people in society buy into this mindset of glorification of exhaustion. It's not a badge of honor. Mm -hmm. it's why why are we making a race to see who the most tired person is <laughs> ridiculous how much more time do you spend fixing your mistakes and other people's mistakes had you just shut the tv off and gone to bed would have been avoided yeah yeah you go to a networking thing it's like how you doing busy first first answer always busy, busy. like I am, right. I am not gonna say that <laughs> if someone were to right? ask you that question because it's like, okay, then you can stay on the planet another day. Thank you. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then sometimes I flip it on people and be like, you know, I'm having a really productive week. That's like surprising for people. It like throws them off and they're like, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a lot done this week. <laughs> and I'm not like killing myself doing it. Nice. Wow. What a story you told. I mean, yeah, I'll get off, I'll get off my soapbox now, that, but have, you know, have you ever written that down that, that little story that you just told? I think that would be powerful to read like in a post or a, a blog because it's like, Oh, I do that. I do. Ooh, I do a little bit of that. I do like, boy, if I could just correct some of those choices throughout the day and take better care of myself, it's almost right. like you've written a plan. Almost. It's like a, a repeatable success sequence there. Yeah. Repeatable routine. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it's just those little things that make a big difference. So, you know, especially like, you know, when I used to speak in the, the, the corporate market, time management was my Trojan horse to talk about this stuff, Sure, which is time management. It is. And, you know, that's, that's how I define it is bringing the right energy to the right activities. Yeah. You, know, you can't help every single person. You can't do all the things, but if you, you do the right things, you do an excellent job and everybody benefits. Yes. Yes. 
And this probably this leads to my next question of burnout. Burnout's a devastating consequence of running out of emotional energy. Right. What have you observed about the leading causes of burnout? Uh, you've already gone there a little bit. And how sure. can we combat those causes? Yeah, so I think that glorification of exhaustion societally is a big part of the problem. So just if this helps one person become more aware of that, of, mm-hmm. you know what? Starbucks does not care how great you're sleeping. <laughs> they care about coffee. That's it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, America runs on Duncan. Does it need to? <laughs> um, you know, think about like the bigger picture of some of this stuff. And, you know, if you're starting to feel crispy and you're on the way to burnout, think about, you know, a one day off is not is a band-aid. You know, you need to go after the roots. You know, don't just hack at the branches when you're feeling crispy and burned out. Like, think about what can I do to to show up with better energy to be able to handle this? Or what can I do to simplify the work that I'm doing? What can I do to simplify my life a little bit? Um, you know, everybody's always like, I'm gonna take on, take on, take on. It's okay. Well, what which one is the priority now? There can only be one first thing, whether it's it's this minute and this conversation or this year, what's your focus? You know, we try to be the Swiss army knife. And if you have all the parts of the Swiss army knife open, you're going to get hurt <laughs> and you can't use any of them effectively. <laughs> yeah, that, that is so true. And it's all like the sort of like the closet principle that I try to operate by. If I buy a clothing item, something has to go right. And then your closet will yes. stay one the in, same one size. Out. And it's the same for for time commitments. As I as I ponder a new volunteer uh, ask, you know that was given to me by my sure. church. Uh, it's like that just reminded me like something's got to go before I say yes to that. Something something's right. got to go. Like you said, what can I simplify so it's going the other direction, not the oh let's put something else on this platter until something falls off. Right, and sometimes you saying. You know, I appreciate the opportunity for this. I'm yeah. really excited about this, but I would want, I would want to give it my full effort right now. I can't commit to that. Maybe down the road it could be, and you doing that is giving somebody else that opportunity to say yes. That's an even better fit. Yep, that's right. That's right. Don't want to rob them of the blessing. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's a great way to say it. Nice. <laughs> Well, let me switch gears with you, Ryan. You uh, you are part of the uh, Speakers, Authors, Coaches Network uh, with Jake. And how do you help those? It's like eleven thousand plus people now, right? That are that are 13. in that group. Yeah, Man, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been an amazing, amazing group. Uh, a lot of places, a lot of a uh, great place to come. You know, get support, give support, network, collaborate, ask questions. We have the full gambit of you know, super successful speakers, authors, and coaches, people that are just getting started, people that are thinking about it. Um, you know, again, 13,000 in that Facebook group, the link uh, for the show notes there as well. But, you know, we want that to be a big resource for a lot of people. So that way, again, they're making the world a better place. We want to offer that as a springboard. Um, you know, obviously there's room for growth with a couple of the other cohorts that we host, but, uh, that's a great place. There's a lot of different stuff. We're hosting a networking event in a couple weeks here, uh, which I can send you the info for as well. 
And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing what you can do with community in all kinds of different ways, you know, opposable thumbs and community is what separates us from pretty much everything else on this planet. Um, you know, so, you know, having a community like this has been wonderful. We've been able to do a lot of, a lot of incredible things and, you know, almost get, you know, choked up sometimes when you think about the ripple effect of the things that have happened because of a Facebook group. Yeah. 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 And, and so some people listening are in that category of speakers, authors, coaches, other industries have their own networks. I would assume you would be a proponent of join a network in your industry because fill in the blank, Ryan, what would you say? I would do that because there's other people that may be doing a similar thing, but looking at it differently. Yes. There might be a different flavor out there that you could add to your recipe of what you're working on. Somebody can give you some different insight. Every person that comes into a community like that is bringing years or decades of experience, you know, that can help streamline it. And I think it's also important to be part of groups that are diverse, that have people that aren't in your industry that, you know, there's been a lot of times where I've talked to people that what they do is a brand new thing for me. And when I get curious and I ask them questions about that, I see these little light bulbs going off because when you need to simplify it and explain it to somebody that has no idea what you're talking about, for those puzzle pieces to shift around and go in your head and be like, oh yeah, you know what? That is a different way to say it. Or this is really the outcome that we're after. We've added 15 extra steps in between. Um, <laughs> so it's important to be you know, industry specific as well as just other people that are out there making the world a better place. So good. Well, last two questions for you, Ryan. What do you want to promote for our listeners' personal leadership development? And how could a listener best contact you if they wanted to follow up? Love that. So yeah, we were just talking about the speakers, authors, and coaches network. Anybody yep. is welcome to join that. You know, it's a free community for anybody that's doing something to make the world a better place, whether you're a health coach or you're helping people with their finances or their relationships, whatever it is. Um, you know, if you're speaking on trauma recovery, whatever it is, you know, come in there, you know, be a part of the network as well. Um, you know, I want to give a shout out, obviously, to, to Rising Tide Connection. That's yep. been, you know, so much of, such a um, you know, a lot of growth, a lot of great people in there. So, you know, if you're looking for a higher level peer group, uh, that's, that's really, really an amazing place of, you know, people that are established and well, you've been a member, what have been some of your favorite things about it? Yeah. Like you said, that diverse, different perspective. Um, when I come in there, I feel like junior varsity some days because it's just like, wow, these people have it all together and they don't, right. Because everyone's got their, their issue, their dilemma that they're wrestling with, and they need the peer coaching to speak right. into it. And so it builds courage to mm-hmm. take those actions that you probably know you need to take already, but this person has already been there, done that. Right. And everybody brings, you know, a different flavor to it. And everybody is constantly in that mindset of, you know, I'm refining, you know, it's that next yep. level impact, income, freedom, lifestyle, you know, it's just whatever you're after, whatever that chapter is now, being aware of the big picture. Is this something that, you know, I'm scaling it up to, to reach thousands of people? Is this something that, you know, I'm going to be framing to sell in 10 years? Is this my lifetime business? Yeah. Is this something that, you know, I want to speak once a month somewhere? Or if I just want a handful of one-on-one clients, you know, it's whatever business you decide to make, make sure it makes sense for you. So you're not, you know, 
buried in something where you've created a wonderful job for yourself. And that's, that's a lot of the discussions is, sure. you know, if you're starting to feel some of those golden handcuffs, you need to be a business owner, not just the operator all the time. Yep. Yep. It's been a big takeaway for me. And the best way to contact you, Ryan? So I spend uh, probably too much time on LinkedIn, a lot of time on LinkedIn. Uh, you yes. know, I'll put my my link over here. Uh, if anybody wants to connect to me, I gave you a, a copy of that YouTube course. So if anybody yep. wants to go through that, like I said, there's printables and stuff. If you have any questions, feel free. I put all my contact information, reach out to me there. Uh, or, you know, if Rising Tide sounds like something that would be put my Calendly link there. Happy to grab a cup of coffee or tea or hot chocolate because I'm a large child. Uh, you know, it's all good. <laughs> Thanks so much, Ryan. You added so much value to the Grow Forward Today podcast today and keep growing forward. Thank you for having me. This has been amazing. So I have some takeaways today from Ryan. They are keepers worth mentioning. At the outset, we talked about what can I do to help you? Having that mindset, Ryan even did that for me. When we when I booked him for the podcast, he said, how can I make this a home run for you and your listeners? Cool guy, huh? Take a moment to think before you meet with the next person, um, who should they meet or what's a resource that I, I could offer to them? He also talked about prioritization is the key to everything. Everything? Yes, everything. And he tries to match the right energy to the right activities, and you can too. Ryan also reminded us that sleep, hydration, real food, not the heart attack in the sack, love that, and movement are just great reminders for taking better care of ourselves because we've got to prime ourselves before we can be primed for others. And then we talked about the ideal week activity. What would be a good flow of the week? What would that look like for you with repeatable routines and even chores on certain days? The GFT podcast is all about putting the practical tips from my guests into action for your personal leadership development. And remember, if you don't, if you learn something and don't put it into action within 72 hours, those valuable gems will start to slip out of your brain gradually until they lose their value to your life. Hey, and if you've got an event, a live or virtual event for your team or organization that needs an inspirational speaker who gives practical tools for raising the water level of the entire team, I would be honored to be considered. Let's start a conversation. I'm at growingforward at paulcasey.org. Thank you for listening to episode 48. Please spread the word about this podcast to those in your circle of influence who are hungry to grow forward in their lives. Remember, you must lead yourself well before you can lead your team well. And until next week, keep growing forward. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Grow Forward Today. Remember to visit Paul's website for more tools that you can use at growingforwardservices.net. Join us again for another edition very soon on the Voice America Business Channel.